everybody. Welcome back to Aspire. I am your host, Mastura Kolmeyer. Back again for another killer episode. Hope you guys have had an awesome week because I certainly have. I went with the family to Adventure World over the weekend. I believe it's the only proper theme park in Perth. We spent the whole day there and the kids absolutely loved it, despite it being packed with people with lines everywhere for every ride and water slide, but it still was a whole lot of fun. Oh, and I went on the Abyss, which is Perth's only roller coaster that features a hundred feet climb. And then it goes straight into a vertical drop and gets your adrenaline pumping throughout your blood. And the ride is so intense, but exhilarating. Also went on the Kraken and apparently the Kraken is the longest, steepest and tallest funnel slide in the world, on the planet, which is pretty good for little old Perth, eh? You can jump on a four-person raft or you can go on it in a pair if you want, but whatever you decide and Whichever way you decide to do it, it's so much fun and definitely one to try out. So if you have been to Adventure World or you have not been yet, you need to go and try out the Abyss and the Kraken. Mastura's recommendation from the weekend. (laughs) What else? Uh, I also started back at work this week. I don't think many other people were back to work as the roads were still quiet in and out of work. But for those who are listening who are, you know, in any other part of the world and not in Perth, um, we are still very lucky to have no community transmission within Perth. So we haven't had to experience a major lockdown from the pandemic. And my thoughts and prayers are out to everybody who are, you know, currently experiencing or struggling with this you know, this hard time and this hard situation, my thoughts are with you. Um, we have been quite lucky here, 10 months free. I can not even imagine what it's like to be in any other part of the world who are experiencing such um, a hard time with, with this pandemic and being in isolation or being um, in lockdown. But again, my thoughts are with you and I hope you guys are doing fine. Feel free to reach out and send me a message if um, you do want to talk to somebody. I'm open to um, receiving your messages. What else? Uh, oh, yeah, it's my daughter. It was my daughter's birthday the other day too. Her name is Amalina and she turned 11. So Amalina is my oldest child and my only girl. And my other two children are both boys. Ryan is eight at the time of recording and will be turning nine later on this year in October. And my youngest is Izaiz and he'll be turning five next month. When people say that they grow up quick, they aren't kidding. I can't believe Amalina will be in her last year of primary school this year. Honestly, where's the time gone? But enough of me and enough of my week. Let's get right into the show, shall we? In today's episode, I wanted to share what journaling is and how you can use it as a helpful tool to navigate challenges and obstacles in your life, plus 
give you peace of mind. And I'll just let you know, at the moment, I think there is a few cars driving outside my window and somebody is mowing their lawn. So if you do hear something in the background, please ignore it and just just keep in mind that, yeah, that's what's happening outside. Journaling has become all the hype recently, but what does it actually mean and what does it actually look like? And how can you use it to your advantage? Well, uh, in simple terms, journaling is essentially the practice of writing down your thoughts and your feelings. It's similar to diary writing, but the difference is that Diary writing typically is recording your daily thoughts, your feelings or events as a reflection on what has happened during the day. Journaling, on the other hand, it can be this as well, but it can also be a whole myriad of other things too. Basically, it can be anything you want it to be. The things we've done, the things we want to do, the things we aspire to get it (laughs) okay I'm being lame but I mean journaling is a great tool to utilize if you want to you know manage stress you can use it to get organized boost creativity or just get things out of your head you can use it to explore ideas that are floating around in your mind like capturing the random thoughts that you have or listing out your different ideas, pictures, you can draw, poems, memories, even lyrics, just writing everything down from your head. Writing things down can sound quite, you know, trivial and simple, but journaling is scientifically proven to turn chaos in your day into order. And by doing this, we, we stop giving power to the thoughts that sometimes can consume us and cripple us. So you can use it to catalogue ideas and thoughts, analyse things. It can help you process through different situations and feelings. And getting things out on paper can really help you give yourself clarity. It's a big reason why people like to journal. So why else do people journal? Just following on from last week's episode, journaling can help you gain clarity in the pursuit of setting and achieving goals. Remember, you are more likely to do something if you write things down. By how much? By 42%. So by journaling through your thoughts and aspirations, you create distance that allows you to gain a perspective you wouldn't have been able to achieve If you had not wrote it down, it helps you to observe and sort through all the mental clutter so you can look at things in an objective perspective instead of just allowing it to float around unchallenged in your mind. By writing down your goals, you are focused on getting closer to them and there's scientific data behind committing your goals to writing. It actually forces you to visualize them positively coming to life. When I first wanted to start this podcast, I journaled through what I wanted it to be about, the ideas of what to call it, what I wanted to present on here, and how I wanted to structure it. And it helped me push through the feelings of self-doubt and 
a lot of procrastination, as well as give me clarity and direction on how I wanted to go about getting this done. It allowed me to map out how I was going to achieve my goals of starting a podcast, visualize the implementation and become familiar to cooperate with the plan. So by journaling through my thoughts, my feelings, you know, all those uncertainty um, of how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to create this podcast, it formalized my goal and gave me accountability to action and to act upon. When you see your goals in written form, it also helps to take away from the space of your mind where your ideas are just floating around, not yet formalized, and puts it before you so it solidifies the idea. Seeing it on paper makes it easier to conceptualize and figure out which smaller steps you can take to achieve that goal and what steps to take next. Writing things down enables a higher level of thinking, which encourages a more focused action. When you relieve your brain from trying to remember everything, it can be used in a more focused way. It's not overwhelmed with the 110 million things you are trying to think of, analyze and process all at once. It is actually able to intellectually analyze and process the necessary things with clarity and direction. You might find it helpful to brain dump everything out on paper and sort through any negative emotions. Journaling is a strategy that is well recognized to help with depression and anxiety. It is helpful to gain control of the emotions you are feeling and can assist in improving your overall mental health. A Cambridge University study found that expressive writing can result in overall long-term improvements in a person's physical and emotional well-being. Researchers have also found that writing regularly can actually make you smarter. So really, who doesn't want to be smarter? <laughs> like, if, if it's prompting you to think more outwardly, more outside of the box, it's challenging the way of thinking, it's processing different ideas and thoughts, it's essentially taking control of your life through intentional living while improving yourself physically, emotionally, mentally and intellectually. I also believe it can help spiritually as well, especially when you are practicing gratitude which I will touch on maybe in a later later episode because that's a whole different topic on its own. So it is a great tool to use when you want to quieten the overwhelming thoughts that circulate and take up space, especially to quell the negative self-talk that can sometimes permeate our minds. Journaling helps you confront any fear head on, stripping it of its power. And sometimes it is good to get it out on paper and then just scrunching it up and throwing it away to make space for the positive thoughts and emotions you want to focus on. The act of scrunching up the paper or even better, ripping up the negative thoughts that you have written down can be a great way to send yourself a clear message that these negative thoughts do not belong in your mind and there's no space for them. The memory of you physically eliminating the negative thoughts from your mind will become a visual that you can replay to remind yourself how unimportant these thoughts really are. These are just 
a few of the benefits of journaling. Like there are many benefits, there's also different techniques. But what I really wanted to highlight here, first of all, is that journaling can be something that you can use in your toolbox to accelerate and better your life in the way you live with intentional living. And I really want to encourage you to try it. Try journaling. There is no correct way to journal. It is what works for you and how you want to download things from your mind. You may want to you know, write things down, jot things, random notes down or brain dump in a free writing journal. Or you might want to journal in the morning. Um, this technique is called morning pages and you do it in the morning when your mind is free of any distractions and when your prefrontal cortex is the most active. Another way you can journal is through lists, like I mentioned earlier in the episode. So like listing things out, new books to read, new things to watch, favorite recipes or restaurants, um, you know, all that sort of thing list them down. It can be a quicker way to get things out of paper than the other formats that I've just mentioned. Or you can even draw an art journal. Sometimes if your thoughts flow better in a visual format, then it might come naturally to just sketch or draw your thoughts out. I sometimes like to draw just because it quietens my mind and I can focus on the act of drawing itself. It becomes somewhat of a therapeutic way of de-stressing my mind and all my thoughts disappear when I'm drawing. If I think if you are going to be journaling through drawing or art journaling, it's really depending on what the outcome you are trying to achieve. If you just are trying to draw out all your thoughts into paper, then do it. I personally like to draw just to quieten my mind and get things out of my head while I am doing something physically with my hands. When I was younger, I found that having my own diary was not as fun as writing to someone. It just took so much more effort trying to get into the writing flow because it felt odd to me to write to myself. I remember thinking that writing Dear Diary was such an odd thing to do. I reckon it's just such a weird thing. You know, why would you write to your diary or why would you write to your notebook? But that was just me and that that was just my thoughts in relation to that particular technique. I had a really close family friend named Philza who I saw a few times a week as we were growing up together and we loved to write letters to each other. I remember writing letters, folding them up, um, and, and I think if you were one of those babies that grew up in in the you know 90s, you would have been one of those ones that used to write letters and fold them up in really fancy ways uh, and give them to your friends. And I reckon that was such a fun thing to do. And writing letters is one of the main highlights I have from my childhood. I can remember writing my friends' letters all the time. Or even um, having a pen pal and writing to your friends, that, that was so much fun. So my friend Philza that I was speaking about before, we came, she came up with the idea of just keeping 
all our letters in one place. So we had a catalogue of all our letter conversations. So we began writing to each other in a notebook and passed this book to each other each time we met. And we flew through so many notebooks. And each time a notebook would finish, we would just buy a new one and continue writing. And we created a whole collection of stories and letters we had written to each other over the years. I then uh, used the same concept with my best friend, Susanna, in high school. And because we saw each other every day, we would pass a book over even more often than what Philza and I did. Again, creating volumes of these letter-styled notebooks. I remember having a whole collection, a whole stack of all these letters in these notebooks. And I think there was more than over 30 books full of just back and forth letters between each other. But we would write about everything from friendships to boys to things that happened in our day and conversations we shared with each other. It was just such a wholesome way of journaling. And there was an added benefit of someone also listening and replying to the thoughts and ideas that you share with them. Of course, you can also do this electronically. So you can do that, you know, via email or you can send messages back and forth on Facebook Messenger. Um, I just find that some of the platforms that we use nowadays, the chat element of it can consume your back and forth in your journaling technique. And I think email probably would be a better option than Facebook Messenger or something like that. But it definitely is a great way to keep in touch with your friends or family by using that technology um, and doing it in a purposeful way. So, you know, intentionally, purposefully, you're writing to them to share ideas and thoughts with them. And then you have that back and forth relationship and that discussion with each other. I do find that I prefer writing down things on paper, though, over email or electronic because the process of doing this is so much more gratifying and satisfying to me. I can't explain why, but it definitely is. Also, journaling for me looks much more different than what it used to back in my younger years. So no more of those notebook style, letter style notebooks. It's um, definitely changed with every season and iteration of my life. And I've trialed and tested what works for me. And I found that now I really concentrate on gratitude journaling. Um, and if you're not familiar with that, do try and uh, Google that and look it up. It is a technique that is really great in, I might do an episode in relation to gratitude journaling or gratitude itself in, in that practice. But if you look up gratitude journaling, um, you'll find what I'm talking about. And also with doing gratitude journaling, I also like to write things down as if it's already happened. And this is a technique I learned from the Manifestation Babe Queen, Catherine Zinkina. Um, if you are unaware of her, she um, is the founder of Manifestation Babe and she's just incredible. Um, she's all thing manifestation if you are into that. Those are just some of the ways I like to journal. But one of the biggest techniques that I've implemented recently, well, not, not that recent, I've been practicing it for a year, over a year or so, is the bullet journaling method or widely known as Bujo which is created by Ryder Carroll. If you haven't heard about his technique, I highly recommend you look it up 
as he has a whole website of videos and techniques and blogs that explains his methodology and why it is a great productivity and mindfulness hack. You can bujo in any way you like, but Ryder's simplistic application of his method is the one that is really easy to follow for me and is the best way that I find to bujo. It is not overwhelming. It's simplistic. It makes so much sense. And it also frees my mind when I'm actually doing that type of journaling. I find that it's really easy to find information or go back on and read things. It's it's easier to catalogue ideas. It's easier to find lists or that sort of thing. So if um, you do want a certain method in how to bujo, definitely go onto his website and he talks a lot about bullet journaling and why he has created that method. Um, you can choose to really get fancy with bujo if you are really artistic, many bujos, bujoers or bullet journalers like to dress their journals up with drawings, with habit trackers, photo pages, so many other things, you know, lots of different creative ideas. So there's no one way to bujo. Um, I just personally find it really easy to follow writer's simplistic method and rather than overcomplicate everything with just I don't want to overcomplicate it also but they do they do take it to the next level like scrapbooking creating art within their bullet journal pages um, I sometimes like to draw you know simple outlines and borders but the design is very minimal and very simple um, and and that's just the best way for my brain to process the ideas and catalog things out on paper but yeah you do you boo like you know if you find that writing and drawing and being artistic on your journal pages is the way that you want to express your ideas and thoughts, then go for gold. That is the best way for you. And that's the reason why journaling is deeply personal and you have to test and try what techniques of journaling works well for you. What may work for someone else does not necessarily mean it will work for you. So you need to try to experiment to work out exactly what works for you, what is going to not work and also it depends on what outcome you want from the process of journaling in the first place. So with all that being said, what I really want you to do, if this is resonating with you, if you are really want to experience the benefits I've mentioned in this episode about journaling, I really want to encourage you to start and practice journaling and how to journal practice you know what ways are working for you try different techniques figure out what works and what doesn't um you know what you want to achieve just give it a go i want to see what good can come out of your experience of journaling and how it makes you grow how it makes you formalize your ideas how it makes you think outside of the box or get things out of your head so that you have space to focus on other positive things I really just want to see what good comes out of it for you. So I would love to see you experimenting on Instagram with the different techniques of journaling. Feel free to tag me, send me a message. I'd like to see how you are implementing your journaling techniques, how you are trialing and seeing what works for you. I would absolutely love to hear and learn more about your journaling journey and practice and what 
doesn't work, what works. And I'll share that with my audience as well. But I just want to have, I just want this episode to really encourage you to try and journal and see what ways that you are able to, you know, utilize the technique. See if it's something that you want to be incorporating in your life as a strategy to live more intentionally. So and this is what I really want out of this episode. This is what I really want you to encourage you to do and to try. So yeah, get out there and try it. I want to hear all about it. And that's the end of this episode. I think that I've blabbered on enough. But before we go, we are at the end of our episode, which means that we've entered into the last segment of the structure of my podcast episodes and what that means is we've come to Mastura's mind-blowing facts right so Mastura's mind-blowing fact for today is every sea in the words Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently every sea in the in the words Pacific Ocean is pronounced differently pa Pacific Ocean. Mind blown. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all for today. You can subscribe to the show in your podcast feed. Just click subscribe on Apple Podcasts and click follow if you are on Spotify. I would love if you could help other people find my show and by sharing it on Instagram and on your feed, tell other people about it. Give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can also join in the Facebook group where you can continue the discussion in relation to any of the things I speak about on this podcast. Just search Aspire with Mastura Kohlmeyer. You can also email me at masturacolmeyer at outlook.com or you can find me at masturacolmeyer on Instagram. You got it. Yeah, I think that's about it. So thanks so much for tuning in again and being and listening to to me ramble again. (laughs) I don't know how many of you listen out there, but I am thankful for every single one of you, whether it's two or three listeners. I don't mind. If not, I'm talking to myself and that's all right, I guess. Like, you know, but I would really appreciate if you can share it for the one or two listeners that are listening. (laughs) Surely there's more than that. But anyways, I am going to head off now. So peace out. Laters. Later.